How are we going to start this? We just did. <laughs> That's all right. Welcome back to another installment of our wonderful podcast. What's the name of it, John? Chai Spirits, guys. Love it. And we always have our guest with us. Hold on. Can we start over? There was like people talking over each other when we started. I liked it. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Welcome to another episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I'm one of your hosts, Parker. I'm here with John. That's me. And a special guest, a repeat special guest, Jenny. Hey guys. What are we doing today, Parker? Uh, today we are going to talk about, and more importantly, taste a bunch of uh, plantation rums. And you do mean a bunch. Yes. In front of us, we have a lot of rums. We'll see how many actually make it into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have a blank number. <laughs> Um, but no, we're, I'm excited to uh, do our first rum-themed um, podcast here, and episode, and a favorite brand of mine, Plantation. I have heard they're looking into changing the name, which is probably a good call. Oh, yeah. I thought about that. I was like, hmm, they're trying to take Plantation out of Rhode Island. I wonder if they'll... Uh... Yeah, so they're, they're, I know they're working on changing the name, which, again, probably a good call. But love their product, and in the meantime, we'll talk about it and how much we like it. Um, a little background, as many people know, not everybody though, that um, Plantation's owned by uh, Mason Ferron, the same company that owns Pierre Ferron, the Cognac, which is why they are very uniquely, uh, they always finish all of the rums in Pierre Ferron Cognac barrels, which is, they're the only people who do that. Who knew? Which gives it a pretty unique um, aspect to all their rums. Is that every one of their rums? I believe so, and then I'm sure I will be called a liar by somebody, but I know at least most of their rums are finished in okay. a... Don't add us. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, most of the ones I've had have been finished in, for okay. some amount of time. Okay. No, I'm just curious. There's a it, lot here, so... It, in cognac barrels in France, so um, pretty cool. Um, in front of us, let's see here, we're going to start with, let's just dive right in, um, the Plantation Three Star which is a blend of Jamaican, Barbados, and Trinidad rums. Oh, the three stars isn't like Paps Blue Ribbon. They got the blue ribbon at like a fair. They didn't get the three stars. They got the blue ribbon like 58 years ago, and yeah. they're still talking about it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the you know those three countries from which they uh, they blend to get this rum. Um, oh, wow. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a smell of this. I've, I smell cognac. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. You have like a lot of pineapple. How much pineapple is in this? <laughs> I don't know, I think any particular. Now, and with, great. and with rum, the it's distilled from, what is that? Instead of like with bourbon, which we've had the last couple of podcasts, we've is from mostly corn, rum is... Yeah, rum is from, well, depending on the type of rum, but this is made from mola molasses. And, uh, yeah, agricole rum is made from the fresher sugar cane before they process. Molasses being the byproduct of the sugar-making process, which is how they discovered rum in the first place back in, like, the 1700s. Okay, because I've had um, agricole rum from the sugar cane, and that's definitely a taste that takes getting used to. It's different. Yeah, sure. it's it's very different. Yeah, but this this rum is um, that's a different from molasses, more, more of your standard type of rum. <laughs> um, let's try it. As always, we like to start with our guest. Uh, it's it's good rum. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to. Actually, yeah, I really am surprised um, how big fan, and for for this being like the the basic of their rums or what you consider yeah, like, it's like the seventeen eighteen bucks. The it's rum uh, and coke rum. It's it's quite good. I'd it, say it's earned all three of those stars. It, it's actually got a lot of flavor for what it is like your average white rum. You know, it's got it doesn't have too too much going on. This is actually. A little fruitier than you'd expect. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. got some cool influences, though. Yeah, when you when you asked how, like, what I thought of it, I was just kind of like, good. Mm. <laughs> I didn't have, like, a strong, like, flavor and, from uh, it. And, but... and just to give you the background on this, this, this is in the blend here. The, it's from Barbados, Trinidad, and Jamaica. The Barbados is unaged. The Trinidad rum is two to three years old. And there's just a touch of 10-year-old Jamaican rum in it. And that's what gives you that blend. That's incredible because uh, looking at all these other rums we have on the table, this is the only one that is ghost white. Mm. Oh. It, you know, if you if you look at it compared to a few other rums on your, your liquor store shelf, 
It actually is a little tint to it. Oh yeah, I can see that. It does have um, kind of. It's like not a... totally clear. Yeah, yeah. So unlike a uh, like an El Dorado or a, my my go to white rum uh, Denizen, mm. which are like ghost white, this does have a little bit of tint to it. Um, yeah, it but, almost looks like simple syrup in, in terms of yeah. But pretty good, and I think you know it gives you a little bit of. I get a lot of fruit. I get a little, maybe just a hint of honey mm. down there. It yeah. is very sweet. Um, but all around, like great stuff. That is a just a great like sit on the bar rum. I think they would go really well in like a daiquiri or any of your classic rum cocktails. Oh yeah, yeah. They call it one of their bar classics. We will be visiting one more of the bar classics here in a little bit. But first, we're going to go to what they call their signature blends. So next, we've got the uh, plantation uh, five year. While we're while we're sniffing and starting to like look at this one, um, what is what makes up their signature blends or what makes those signature? I suppose. Um, I think it's because they're from just different islands. Okay. Um, so we have so this one's the. That's from Barbados. This one's the Barbados. There's a Guatemala. Oh, that, well, a, that's the Guatemala ones. That's for later. That's a whole different category. Okay, I'm sorry. Because we've got of of the signature ones we're gonna try. We've got the Barbados. We've got the Fiji. And we've got the Jamaican. Okay. So these are like these blends. They're not nearly as old as some of the other ones we're gonna get okay. into later. Okay. But the Barbados Five Year. Understand the signature. Mm -hmm. And that's just what they call their signature. And these are all in like the twenty to twenty-five dollar price range. Mm -hmm. Usually like twenty-five bucks. Yeah. Um, but honestly, great, great for the price. Or at least I think they are. But we'll be the judge here. All right. So Barbados. Smell honey. Yeah, it's aged for three to four years in bourbon casks. In Barbados, and then another year to two years in Pierre Fron casks in uh, France. Definitely, um, on the finish, you get uh, some of that cognac. Uh, I've already smelled and tasted mine. Sure. It's, yeah, it's Ma really got... It's a marathon, nice. not a sprint, John. Right, right, right. You know, I'm trying to win this marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's definitely got... Quite a cognac finish, and it's really nice. It's not as sweet as some rums, I think, because of the extra time in the cognac barrels. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's good for it could just be a sipping rum, mm -hmm. and for that price, that's that's nice. This would be great too with like a dessert. You know, if you're gonna sip it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I do like that. You get kind of a nice little balance of. Uh, I mean, it's very easy, easy going, but nice balance of uh, kind of baked fruit and a little bit of. Uh, Something else, maybe just, a little bit of spice to it. Honestly, like a hint, a hint of big spice kind of thing. Putting putting my like bartender hat on, I want to make just like having a taste of this. I want to make like a pineapple martini out of this or something, like just something with pineapple flavor. Oh yeah, I could see it going well with that because it's not it didn't have like a lot of um, a lot of citrus or like a stringent taste. It, it for me is like a lot closer to. Like you said, baking spice, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. cinnamon, nutmeg kind of clove. Maybe like a hint of chocolate on the finish there. Okay, maybe like a dark chocolate, but great stuff. And what I love about this, their signature line here is that because of the price, like you wouldn't feel bad about making that in a cocktail. No, I think it'd be a really great cocktail because good cocktails always start with a good base. Yeah, it's like, but it's good enough to sip on, but you know, cheap enough that you don't feel bad about making cocktails with it. I can think of one other signature product out there that's not this, uh, from this line that makes a really good cocktail Old Forester signature. <laughs> Something about that $20 we, range. And if you'd like to know more about Old Forester and their many great products, listen to one of our other episodes of this podcast where we talk about it. Um, All right. So, so the next guy we we're go moving to this guy. Yes. Yeah, so the, I always pronounce this wrong. Zaymaka? Uh, Zaymaka is what I usually say. I'm sure it's wrong, but it is their Jamaican offering. It is wonderful. Do they say how many years this one is, or is that undisclosed? Um, yeah, so it's um, it's they say it's one to three years, so it's a probably a blend of one to three year Jamaican rums, um, aged in bourbon casks, and then a year in Pierre Fran casks in France. Okay. So, you know, anywhere from two to four years. I know the the next one we're going to do, the Fijian one, is the same, where it's two to four years. So it's a blend of like of that. This one gets, I get a lot more, like closer to like an Armagnac kind of smell on this. Let's say, okay, I was going to say I smell cognac again, but yeah. am I crazy? Like I was trying to come up with something else. Well, I always think about <laughs> Armagnac as like 
closer in character smell and taste to bourbon. And mm -hmm. so when I'm getting like that bourbon barrel, I think a lot. Well, yeah, that, you guys that makes any, sense. You guys get any banana on this? I do. Yeah. That is way funkier. It's got some of that signature Jamaican funkiness to it. It is a little funky. I think right. I like that uh, the Barbados a little better, but it's still still good. Now, what's interesting is I think I like this funk. This is a good funk, grand funk, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, because Jamaica, like funky Jamaican rum, is not for everybody. I mean, me personally, I I'll dabble in it, but like I I like a moderate amount of funk. But some some things like the, um like Doctor Bird, which is a really funky Jamaican rum, is just too funky for me. And you can measure like the esters, like they have this where the, it's 156 grams per HL, which I don't know what that stands for, but uh, that's how many esters are in it. Why we'll that in post? Uh, is that yeah. like a hectoliter? Or a... That's probably right. Um, <laughs> sounds right. But that's hecto you know, sounds like one of those things. And, and esters are are the like measurement. I think that's Hector's wife. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> um, but I really like that a lot. I think that actually I liked a little bit better. Um, I liked that there was uh, just a little more complexity to the, the funk added this like nice, um, you, you know, I mentioned the bourbon uh, aroma and I think it also had kind of on the palate the finish. Just really I'm actually going to go anti-funk on this one. I'm against, I'm really? against the funk. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. It's just, but I'll tell I, you, I'll tell you what I love about this rum though. Um, and I, I agree. I, I prefer if it was for me personally, I prefer sipping on the Barbados five year mm -hmm. than the Jamaican one. But I'll tell you where the Jamaican one really shines is in a rum old fashion. Oh, okay. I've been riding for that drink for like two years now. I can see that. That is a great cocktail. The mm -hmm. funky, the funkiness of the Jamaican rum with the kind of sweetness. the sweetness and the little bit of, and the bitterness of the, the rest of the cocktail, it makes my favorite rum old, rum old fashion. Yeah. I can't even imagine adding any sugar to that, but that's got to be. Yeah, it doesn't, we, like when you're doing a rum old fashion, it's not quite as much sugar as it would be. Yeah, I, I never add as much sugar, if any, depending on which rum so, I So yeah, need. sometimes you don't even need it for rum. If it's sweet enough. But for that, what's great about that is it's not overly sweet because yeah. it's of the, the Jamaican funkiness to it. It's And it's just a great balance of a cocktail. I love it. Yeah. Um, and actually, there is, um, I forget the name of it, Craft House. They do a, uh, a rum old fashioned cocktail. That's like a pre-made cocktail, and they use this Jamaican rum. That you can in, in buy that, in the store. In that. So I was a year ahead of them on that, just for the record. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how long they've been around, but I was doing that way before they came out. I'll make you a referral for uh, an IP lawsuit. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, wow. So we're moving on to uh, our Isle of Fiji plantation rum um, from the signature, the signature line. What my stats on this guy. What I like about this one is it's from Panama. Mm, Definitely. <laughs> hilarious. Why is that hilarious? Because named Isle of Fiji. I didn't get it. All right, this one, this one, I really like. I mean, I'm getting a lot of banana, like fresh banana, on this smell of this. This is a really pretty bottle too. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, since with the newer bottles, this is the newer product from them. Mm -hmm. With the newer stuff, they've really upped the game on the artistic. Yeah. It's a, a lot of the other ones are less colorful, those who aren't obviously yeah. sitting here looking at the bottles. But so. they're still nice looking bottles, the other ones. But they're starting to add more color and tropical flowers and and blues and pinks and greens. Yeah. According to, to the plantation rep I talked to, um, they're gonna, you're going to see a lot more of that going forward. Okay. Good, because I really like the Siguana. I hope this is yeah. a recurring character. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate their other stuff that it's, it looks more like it's like a, a bottle you found, like a message in a bottle type deal mm -hmm. from Good Pirates point. of the Caribbean. So I kind of like the older the older school look too, but I think it's mm -hmm. nice to just But I, I'd expect going forward you'll see more of that kind more of like of the artistic, especially for each island. Mm -hmm. They're going to really try to like capture the essence of the island it's from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess it is worth it noting, sense. too, that these bottles all have this characteristic uh, cargo netting of sorts on them, almost like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, characteristic of and, uh, the Caribbean. Well, onto the Fijian rum here. I w was really excited the first time I tried this, because it was, it was so different, but really cool. Because they make yeah, this... I'm having a hard time... Fijian sugar. It's, a nose on this. it's really humid in Fiji, so as a result of that, it gets a lot more barrel smell influence. Little, smell a little floral? Oh yeah, maybe like a hibiscus or something, but I still am getting this like pretty fresh banana, almost like peel, the peel of the banana. This is actually light. Um, 
lighter tasting than I would have expected from the nose. I know, right? Yeah, the, nose, the nose you think is really going to hit you, and then the palate is really nice and easy. Um, although I do get... Sip that or make it into a cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I love about this line. It can go either way. But yeah, I get a little bit of uh, what is that? A little, definitely sweeter than the last one. It's tough to go yeah. from the Jamaican one to this one. I actually kind of like it though. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a break from the funkiness of mm-hmm. the Jamaican. I could see this in again, like with the three star, like a daiquiri, something like um, it's got. It could mix well. This is like a friendly rum. It could really mix well with other um, spirits yeah. and cordials. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Green cocktails. Um, a little vanilla. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, like I'm definitely feeling the vanilla. Not as much um, of the spice as the Barbados one has. No, I definitely don't get as much mm-hmm. spice on this one. Mm. It almost feels like it's kind of smoothed out on the end, like when you maybe you'd expect some spice. And I am getting on the palate um, some some fresh banana again. So yeah, really... no, I'm also getting some banana. I feel like I don't want to just get in a banana rut here and we keep doing banana as a tasting note. But... Well, I, well, as soon one, as you uh, said yeah. banana, I feel like I, I recognize a little banana, but also just a little bit, not a ton of pineapple too. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I would now love to have this rum in a daiquiri. Uh-huh. That, yeah. that banana really, you make it a banana daiquiri, I'm in. Like, like from the Lost Lake where you get that like little uh, dolphin thing. Or like that. we'll make one here. Yeah. <laughs> Because right we have room. bartenders. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if we use a blender, Jenny's gonna do that. Because that blender, that ninja blender, is my sworn enemy. Yeah, we mm. we had a we had a little shindig one time where Parker was getting ready to make strawberry daiquiris, and the ninja blender with an actual blade uh, sliced his thumb open. Good but, time, good times. But I mean, that thumb's looking pretty good now. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're all filled up a few months out. later, but uh, but daiquiris are Jenny's responsibility now. Yep, so. that's the important thing is I, yep. I no longer handle the Ninja Blender. Yep. It is very sharp. If you're looking for a blender with very sharp blades. It works great, but like, be careful, people. Now, that is our sponsored part of the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if anybody from the Ninja Blender um, company wants to get at us, we're, we're, <laughs> um, we, we love your product. Just it's. It's very dangerous to my hand. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... All right. But, yeah. I enjoy this rum. All right. Are we going overproof next? Yes. We're going to we're gonna dive back into the, uh... Everyone the get ready. Um... Now, Parker, why did you decide to do this one after the signatures? Well, well because it's, it's much higher proof. So, it is, um... Do, 138 proof. We're going to do baby fours here. Please. I'm sorry, 100 and what? 138, I believe. Mm-hmm. So why would you want a rum that's... I mean, these other ones have been in the 80s, roughly. Somewhere around 80 proof. Uh, why would you want one that's this high of proof? Well, for, for rum, for a variety of reasons, but usually for cocktails, it's it's good to have a little proof rum. For da- uh, also big, it was also big back in the, uh, the naval days. The Navy Strengths. You were at Navy Strength Rum. Because you, you you need it was a small portion of it for all, everybody every day, so you needed it to be stronger. Oh, this is good because we are releasing this uh, podcast on insert the name of yeah <laughs> whatever. Well, we're we're definitely um, taping it on Veterans Day. <laughs> um, I see on here Jamaica, Guyana, and Barbados. Mm-hmm. So that must be where. Ooh, I am getting. And they don't add, in this particular one. They don't add any extra sugar. Wow, that's incredible because I'm getting a very floral sweet That bottle's real cool too. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But uh, cool this, this the first time the first time I got this, I was warned that, to be careful because it tastes so good, um, and it's such high proof. Like you'll get in trouble. You don't don't drink it straight. It's too it's too good. It's too high proof. It's got like a grape note to it or something on the nose. That's what I'm getting. It's it very light. Smell like that much. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I just get like. I get spice. Spice on the nose. Maybe a hint of like orange. Wow, the extra proof really shines through. I've just tasted it, and it's mm-hmm. um, you get so much more flavor. It's surprising how much flavor you get for how high proof it is, for sure. Yeah, I get a lot of caramel and vanilla on that. I was gonna say vanilla, yeah. It's like a little hint of like, I don't know if 
like a raisiny type fruit. Raisin actually is probably pretty close to what I'm trying to find. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's it's definitely complex, fruity, um, but I'm not able to pinpoint it. Maybe a prune, but not quite a prune. So can I... Can like I, the skin of a prune? Can I cheat? Can we tell the story of why we keep saying the skin of a prune or the skin of a... Oh, <laughs> sure. Well, the skin of, to be fair, the, the peel of a banana, I was... The, no, I know, but it's not the. It's at least the third time that since I've been on this podcast that we've made that joke. So I feel uh, like yeah, we no, need to it, share that. Yeah, it goes back to my time at my. Uh, I took that wine class where I work, and uh, it was me, a, more of a liquor focused person um, in a room full of wine people, and we were tasting these wines and talking about them, and everyone had um, very specific tasting notes, and, and one of them was it's like. Like not a plum, but the skin of a plum. And at the time, I was like, "Who has that frame of reference?" Like, <laughs> like that's I'm getting like almost like green fruit, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're just it, like learning how to taste it, wine it, and I, like what kind of flavors yeah, there are out there. I, I'm and... sure they were they were giving a very specific and enlightened um, <laughs> tasting note, but to me, it, it seemed a little pretentious at the time. Yeah. So now when we're making jokes, like, well, not like. Not the apple, but the skin of the apple. And that's not, just a and, that's just a joke. We're not being serious. Unless, <laughs> unless it tastes like the skin of an apple. In which yeah, case, and then in which case we will make sure um, that you know that we're serious. With with another like <laughs> another year and a half of tasting things, um, I'm under my belt. I, I do get a little more nuance, but <laughs> yeah, at the time it felt pretty pretentious. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So I I love that over rum. If you're making a daiquiri of any kind. Put some of that in it. Be careful, but put it in there. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good if you use some of the Plantation 3-star, and then maybe like um, either half and half, or if you want to be a little safer, like three-quarters to a quarter. Yeah, of... it's good to, in daiquiris, it's really great if you do a little light and a little dark rum. Mm -hmm. And uh, God, yeah, you can't go wrong with that overproof Plantation rum in a daiquiri. It's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moving on. What do we have next? We've got this guy. The Plantation XO. The Plantation XO, the, the real pride of the signature line. Uh, 20th anniversary. Mm -hmm. It's a blend. Um, it says Barbados here. Yep. It's it's a blend of between 12 and 20-year-old, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, essentially. Well, it's quite the, uh, quite the range. Um, but it is fantastic. It's all, all for Barbados. So that's why we talked about this before the we started filming. Why is it part of the signature one? Because it's all from Barbados. The XO is for extra old, probably. Um, <laughs> Usually, right? Like it does spirits. say plantation old rum on the back here. Yeah, and it's in, across spirits. Isn't that what XO generally refers to? Like mm -hmm. cognacs. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, depending on the kind of spirit, it, it can represent like an amount of years minimum. But yeah, it's. It's it's the oldest member of this line by far. Um, this is a signature, huh? It's fantastic, as Jenny can attest. I drank about half a bottle of this at our wedding. <laughs> is this a, this is always around, or is this like a yeah yeah yeah? This is this is an always always available around thing. Uh, favorite of mine though. And I, oh wow, that is really good. And some of the other signatures were uh, not a blend of years, right? Like uh, this five-year uh, Barbados, but they've chosen to blend this. Why would they do that? Why would they blend? Well, all of these are blended to some degree. Um, okay. More so the the Fiji and the Jamaican one, but yeah, like they're all blending. Really, with rum, the a, a lot of the um, the skill that goes into it is with the blending, because you're um, you're putting together these different ages from these different these different barrels. Like this, I'm just reading a little of the blurb on this. How they use different different types of barrels. There's new white oak, and there's bur bourbon casks, and there's Ferran casks, and there's all these different um, these different aged rums that they blend together to get to, to get you this perfect combination of them. And that must mean they also have like different levels of toasting. I think it says. Yeah, here. yeah. There's, so that that influences it a lot. Yeah, cause even the, even two different barrels of the same distillate. If one's heavily toasted and one's letter toasted, it's going to be a different brings out like different yeah, at, the end, at the end of the day yeah so it's it's such a magical blend that's why I like blend it. it starts out with like super sweet but then i feel like I, th I feel like i taste a lot of the cognac on that one. Oh yeah yeah maybe that's what i've just tasted it too and i think that i get that in like cinnamon 
Well, this, mm, yeah. This this gets a lot more of the uh, for I think than the other ones of the for Pierre Ferrand aging. Yeah. You're just getting a little a lot more time in the Ferrand barrel than those other ones are. Yeah, because I get a lot of the like those. I know we talked about caramel and vanilla a couple different times, but I feel like uh, I get a lot more of that, and I get the more of the cognac flavor on that one. Do they say if they add any? Um, I know that you mentioned that, that some of these have like an extra amount of sugar added to it as well. Oh, yeah, this does get um, 20 grams per liter, so there is a little okay, bit. Okay, so that is a little more than... Mm -hmm. But it's good. I mean, that's like very... I could definitely drink that with dessert. I could love that with like a... But yeah, that is... Oh, my God, that is amazing. I, I love this rum. It's it's fantastic. You just get the lightest bit of um, kind of like vanilla and chocolate. Sort like a... You ever get the... The, the, um, the swirl ice the, the cream so, Yeah, the soft serve swirl. That's mm -hmm. kind of what that reminds me of. Oh, yeah. You know, I was thinking earlier cinnamon, but I actually kind of think graham cracker, too, I'm getting. Like, maybe I can see that. Is. But maybe, like, a little bit of butterscotch, maybe. Ooh, I, I yeah. That. yeah. Um, but I just, I could sip this rum all day. And I have. And you have. At least on my own. All right. All right. Now, um, yeah, this goes for about 50 bucks, give or take, at your local... Uh, your local store, and I recommend it. And these are no longer the signature series, correct? Correct. So this next one is going to be our lone entrant in the Plantation Vintages. And is it vintage because the uh, number of years that the rum has been aged? Yeah, so th this is from 2005. It's been aged for 15 years. Just a moment. Um, 14 years and... Yeah, it's four, 14 years in 200-liter um, bourbon casks. Okay, so that's much smaller than your typical yeah. bourbon cask. Mm -hmm. So that's going to mature even faster. And in Fiji, where it's more humid, so you're getting a lot of aging for that amount of time. So I don't know if we said it all the way through, but it is the Plantation Rum Fiji Islands 2005. So I just want to make sure we clarified mm -hmm. that. And then it spends a year in 350-liter Pierre Ferrand casks in France. Um, I'd love to know where they get those bourbon barrels from. 200 liters, like I know some distilleries do that, but yeah, that's these bottles are also beer. very informative. The way they like they've got all this information like right there on the bottle of how it was all. Yeah, no, this is a little bit new. So they usually have some fun stuff on the back of their labels as For far as sure. a lot of stuff. But the the newer stuff though, like they've added dosage, which is a cool thing. And dosage is that that's the, the sugar they put. Yeah, in? the the added sugar, which you know some people find offensive to their delicate sensibilities that they add sugar to some of the stuff but it's you know yes they're adding a little bit of sugar in this case gene sugar it's not the end of the world i drink it for what it is and that's it's not some that's just like yeah part of the spirit that goes back to when george washington was distilling his own rum right yeah i mean you know they serve rum at the first inauguration i i mean i was there and upon his death <laughs> upon his death he had like 40 or 50 barrels of rum in mount vernon so and I believe they still have some of that somewhere in a vault uh, I would of that. Hey, all the money to drink some of that. I'm sure it's terrible though. It's <laughs> way too old for rum. Well, what if they just put like in a steel vat that that would be really good. Yes. So, so it doesn't age any longer. But yeah, George Washington loved rum. Also, it's probably <laughs> terrible because who knows what they were distilling like back then. True. That <laughs> tree like, was a rubber. Oh man, I can't see anymore. But at least I tasted George Washington's rum. I think I. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, right. Worth I think, it. I think I smell caramel on this one. Butterscotch. Yeah, I'm having a banana. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I don't oh, know. There's yeah. a lot going on in the nose here. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if I would think banana if I was doing this blind, but yeah, I'm getting that again. I stick by the peel of the banana. Yeah, it's kind of like a spicy banana. Maybe a little bit of nutmeg. Oh. For those of you making rum drinks at home, if you're ever making a painkiller, which is a, um, a drink made famous in the British Virgin Islands, always use fresh nutmeg. Tastes different than I thought it was going to. Very unrelated to what we're talking about, though. That's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one um, is definitely a lot. Uh, I wasn't ready for that one. A lot more complex than the other Fijian rum. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, unlike the other one, which is two to four years for you know twenty-five bucks, this is fifteen years old. Just about eighty dollars. This reminds me so much of an army. What's the proof on this one? A hundred. And change okay, so I'll say it's a little higher. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah that's like mm -hmm. 20 proof higher than, the, but uh, man, it drinks smooth. Oh, it does. I just I felt like it, I felt like I it was definitely higher proof. Yeah, it is. It's uh, 
I like it for sipping a little bit better because it's less sweet. I think there's actually a smaller dosage you mentioned. Yeah, it's only four um, gallons per liter, which is incredibly low. Grams per liter? Grams. Yep, gallons would be a lot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> four grams per liter, yes, which is very low. Um, you almost wonder, like, why? I mean, I wonder what it would taste like if they just didn't add anything to it. It couldn't be that much different. Yeah. I, you got to think, though, they probably but, they tried it and it was like, you know what this could use? Just a pinch. Yeah. Yeah, it's only perf- yeah. It's not like it doesn't taste that sweet anyway. So like, right. yeah, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be rum, so it's supposed to be a little sweet. I went yeah, and then you said there's one year in that uh, brand cast, mm-hmm. right? That really and gives you just that little bit of that little bit of cognac influence. That's very unique to plantation rums. Um, yeah, on the on the palate here, let me really dig in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just blasted through that. I didn't even. Yeah, uh, I mean. Feel free to pour more for yourself if you want. You do get a little bit of um, here. Like, almost like macadamia nut. But I know that's not right, but I feel like a little macadamia nut. I think you're right, though, that it's definitely like nutty and more savory than the other. I don't know if I'd pick macadamia. Of, like, I can almond? see, I can understand the nut. Yeah, almond, maybe. Yeah. I just had macadamia nuts in my mind. I was looking at some earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> Also knowing that it comes from, yeah, a Pacific Island. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to stand by macadamia nut on that. And, uh, okay. Maybe a hint of chocolate. But man, it's, that's, oh, that's so good. I could drink that all day, too. So, John, as the person who bought that bottle um, for this, um, are you happy you did? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm very happy with that. I think that it reminds me a lot of a very good Armagnac, um, but yet somewhat uh, more affordable and um, a little younger. I think that the um, the time in bourbon casks and uh, that little bit extra time in the cognac casks really makes it something that is more familiar to my palate, which is normally used to drinking bourbon and more recently armagnac and rum. Yeah, know, armagnac's an expensive habit. Seriously, that's why I drink rum. It's much more affordable. And plantation specifically being like aged in cognac casks is the perfect uh, wedding of those mm-hmm. hobbies. Well, we're talking about who, who's got a better plantation rum collection than me. I mean, it's I'm sure people do. I don't know. In Chicago, not, not, not many. Lot, not <laughs> I like to, yeah, I like to just take a look at this collection because it brings me somewhere tropical in the middle of Chicago's winter. Oh, don't worry, we're gonna get a picture of this afterwards that I'm putting out on Instagram. For... Yeah, yeah. Check our mm-hmm. check our Instagram page mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. What are we moving on to here? So this is the. Um, we're moving to a different. That was our only um, vintage one that we have today. We're going to go to the Plantation Single Casks, which they have a robust line of those, and they, they have new releases every year. And they're delightful. They are, and they and very unique. There's um, And they're from a lot of different countries, right? So how does Plantation uh, manage to source or get from uh, all of these different places? Yeah, their, their owner, um, Gabriel Alexander, I believe his name is. Um, I just call him Gabe, but yeah. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Yeah, he That's like he has good, he's got a relationship with all these different um, just distilleries throughout the Caribbean and obviously also in Fiji and other places, but uh, and in Panama, which we're about to discover. Um, spoiler alert! But uh, so they have he you know he finds all these great um, rums throughout the Caribbean, and that's kind of I don't know if it's like really sourcing necessarily because I know they have some of their own distilleries throughout the Caribbean, but they're definitely finding some from smaller distilleries and then like you know, making those plantation rums and then, of course, giving them the, um, that, that Pierre Ferrand finish at the end, too. Right, so they're, they're not, this isn't, like, some, but this isn't a company that has one big distillery somewhere, yeah. necessarily, or, or I mean, 800 theory, small distilleries. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's more like they're, they're more yeah. spread out in yeah. smaller locations. And that's what I love about plantation, is you get the, the kind of the variety of all these different places. I mean, in the same brand, we've tried already, so many cool different things and different, like, from different places yeah mm-hmm. so the one we have here from this series is oh. the Guatemala I I pulled up the Barbados one my apologies um, the Guatemala XO which was so good after not being able to get it where I work we, we had to get it from Kentucky yep <laughs> as where as we're all good rums come from <laughs> yeah everyone thinks when I think great rum I think Kentucky <laughs> yep that's the place honestly so I've just taken a small of this and this reminds me of a horchata it's got this like cinnamon, incredible. Oh yeah! Thing. Oh my gosh! Like right off the top, definitely. Oh my gosh! Cinnamon, yeah. nutmeg, yes. magic. 
<laughs> I might have a good Thanksgiving uh, cocktail for this one, the one yeah. that I made the other day. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah. yeah. I forget what you I mean, I probably about. shouldn't be making cocktails with this, but... <laughs> You know what though? Like I always say, the best cocktails have the best uh, foundation spirits. Yeah. What um What did you mix into that? It was uh so it was we used spiced rum um and uh we had an apple cider vinegar that was made by Journeyman. Oh, it was um yeah not apple cider vinegar. It was like an apple just apple, apple cider, cider liqueur. Liqueur, yeah. So it was an apple cider liqueur made by Parker. Who was that made by? Journeyman, right? Is it Journeyman? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Right, so yeah. Journeyman apple cider um, liqueur, and then just a little bit of lemon juice and a splash of cranberry. And great, yeah. it was shake. I shook it up and put a little bit of nutmeg and cinnamon on mm -hmm. top of it, and it kind of sat on top, but also fell down into the middle of it. And it was Thanksgiving in a glass. But this might work with it, but also, like, this is so good that, like, you can just sip it. You don't need to do anything to it. Honestly, so I've taken a sip now, and I think of all the rums we've had, this is one of the most uh, reminiscent of what I would expect a rum to taste like. Did this spend time in uh, Ferran casks? Of course. But this tastes like it all of It spent those. one year in Ferran casks. Um, all that spice is right in here, too. It's so good. Now, this is an XO versus, like, a 15-year, like, like, the last one was. So likely it's a blend of different aged ones, so they can't give it an, an, an age statement, but very good. I always kind of feel like this is um, like cinnamon toast crunch. I was going to say, I feel like sugar and spice. That's all mm -hmm. I can think. That's what and I... And everything nice. Yep. Which is wrong. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with the cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. That was the... Every, when the first time I tried this, that was the first thing I thought was like, this cinnamon toast crunch. Honestly, this is one of my favorites that we've had so far. It's... It's phenomenal. Well, and it's cool because it's just so different from the other things we've had. That might be it. And yeah. they're all just good in their own way. Right. Um, a fun fact about this one, it's they um, aged it for six months in Am Amberana cask, which is a Brazilian hardwood. And if oh, you that's what I'm getting, yeah. If you want to know <laughs> what that does to the flavor of a rum, Google it, because I don't know. But uh, I, <laughs> I think that's actually the same thing they aged Cinnamon Toast Crunch in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's, it's unique and fun and uh, just another great, great rum. Um, let me see what else I get on this. So, like, folks that want, I mean, these are going to be a little harder to find, right? You're probably not going to find these in your liquor store. Maybe you see somebody peddling these out in the black market, but you're and not going to find more these. More limited releases. Yeah, well, and, but there's always going to be new ones of them. So this is what, like, I think this was from 2019 that we ended up getting earlier in 2020, but it was the 2019 release. Um, so there's a few of those. Um yeah, there, but there. This one is unique to what we're doing, but there's going to be a newer Guatemala releases from them. I know the 2020 slate had some Guatemala on there. There's always going to be like another year's worth of single casks mm -hmm. uh, that are going mm -hmm. to be good because, you know, um, Gabe, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gabe, <laughs> who you're supposedly on first name basis with. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, sometimes you know you have, you know how you forget your friends' names all the time. Yeah. yeah. All He's, the time. I just really trust his palate because uh, this Guatemalan XO is phenomenal. Yeah, really good. Just, again, another great sipper. Um, got that, definitely that cinnamon, like we said, cinnamon toast crunch. It's got that that influence, a little bit of spice on it, but in a fun way, it's quite good. That's very lighthearted. All right. Now we're moving on to the Barbados XO. From the same line, correct? Yeah, same line. Same The single casks, is it also the 2019? Or is it? Um, I believe this one is the 2019. Give me just a moment. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, yeah, let's take a look here. Yeah, Barbados. Several years again, because again, it's an XO, so this one doesn't have a specific age on it. It's a blend of different years. A little more dosage in this one, so 10 grams per liter, so they added a little bit more sugar. Still not a huge amount, though. We had one no. that was like 20 grams, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of so, middle of the pack. So, right? yeah, really, everyone calm down if you're, if you're like, I can't have anything that's been added anything I'm to I'm on it. keto only. Yeah, like, it's, it's fine. Everyone calm down. It's fine. This one is um, reminiscent, actually, for me, of the Guatemala, but it's got a little bit more... Um, Fruitiness? Yeah, it's like less less cinnamony, 
Yeah, the, I feel like when you smell the Guatemala, it's like cinnamon. Like you just like yeah. it's just an automatic. You know that that's what that is. I feel like there's a like a hint of cinnamon on this, but it's not nearly as like potent. It's also possible to like we are using the same glasses, but we are washing them out with water in between. Um, yeah, and we're also this is our ninth rum now, so <laughs> I stopped counting. I mean, I've, you guys been swallowing them. That's terrible. Oh no, I've been spitting these <laughs> out right in your glass. Yeah. <laughs> um. Again, this one is also six months in Amberana casks, so that's exciting. Um. That's very pleasant. Um, yeah. I, um, I'm having a real hard time picking out any central flavors. I agree, though. This this is similar to the Guatemala one. I almost only picked one of these to do, but then we're just... I almost... Do them all. I, I'm kind of... Like, I do get a little bit of that cinnamon, but there's definitely more fruitiness to this. Mm -hmm. I'm p trying to pinpoint the fruit. Like, it almost... To me, initially, I'm thinking, like, mango. I could see that. Yeah. Good job. I'm proud of you. Oh is, it, oh, is it on the website? Yeah, that's, that's a note on the, on the website. Good job, babe. Um, no, definitely um, that. I feel like having them side by side like that, because I used to, having them at separate times, I thought they were really similar. But having them side by side, it's much more toned down on the cinnamon. Yeah. And you're right, more of the fruit kind of shines through. Mm -hmm. I still taste those, like oh, the it's, cinnamon. It's definitely still there. It's still there. But, but it, like, yeah, I get, I get a little bit of that. I agree that uh, kind of like some fruitiness, like mango-iness. Yeah. Actually, I'm peeking at the tasting notes now, and I, I think that they're really right spot on. So list them. Well, the nose definitely is this spicy pastry like, uh, and yeah, tiny bit of cinnamon, definitely some pe uh, pepper. Pepper, some orange peel. Yeah, I, I didn't get the orange peel, but definitely like the the peppery, but not like peppery for rum. Like it's one thing to be peppery for bourbon, but peppery for rum is like with the understanding that it's still very muted, very very sweet. The palate, definitely nutty for me, uh, and milk. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that. nutty. I never think about nutty. That's not, like, same with bourbon. Like, when, when, like, I hear one of you guys say, like, peanut or peanut butter, I don't think about that. That's yeah. never a front I, of mine I, I do me. get almond on this. Yeah. I'll tell you why I think that is because whenever you have the, and we had it in our previous podcast, the Heaven Hill one, with the uh, Evan Williams single barrel, I get so much, like, peanut butter on that. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. not a, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like that's not that's not something that I think about, but I need to start like entering that into my like cycle of, of flavors that I can yeah. pull from these things. Yeah, it's just uh, trying to pick out flavors is so hard, and I'm I think that the tasting notes on this on the uh, plantation website are actually really helpful to mm -hmm. figure out what you're tasting because I was like having a real hard time with this one. I, yeah. I will say if you want to learn more about these plantation rums and other plant great offerings from them, their website is really good. Yeah, so, it's really, really well have, put together. Uh, yeah, a lot of information. Um, just really helpful. Yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of spirits struggle with transparency and it seems like plantation is not one. Even the fact that they're open with, to, you know, changing their name. And... Just like a nice hint of spice on the, end, on the finish of that. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, John, but no, no. I was excited about the rum. Oh, yeah, you just finished that, and then it was like... Honestly, I mean, the impression I'm getting from all of these single casks that we've had so far is that you really just can't go wrong with mm -hmm. uh, giving it a try if you see it at your store. I would definitely do that. So we're moving on here to this... Uh, what so, is the next one? So this is the uh, the last plantation rum in the collection here. In our collection, mm -hmm. to be clear. For um, now, till I buy four more. Um, this is an eight-year-old single cask from Panama, and it's finished in Sauterne barrels. Now, this is unique um, because it is a store pick from a, a liquor barn, a li relatively local liquor store. In Kentucky. Sure. Because <laughs> that's where we are. Not really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. actually, there's a paid spot for liquor barn in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. a, a gift from John to me. I appreciate it. We love it. It was the last one on the shelf. I walked in and saw it, and I knew that it had to be purchased. Called and, out. And you were right. <laughs> so this one, this one, I, if you told me this was rum, Armagnac, I would believe I would believe it was Armagnac. It's so just, this is part of the single cask series? Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, it's a, but it's a pick, obviously. Yeah. This one, I can't, unfortunately, get the info on the website because it's, right, it's a 2017... Well, we're going to have to figure it out ourselves, back, We can do it. We can do it. Yeah, but the smell of this is just straight-up Armagnac to me. It's wild. 
is yeah and the saw turns like you you don't see that that often and i was talking to someone explain to me what that is because i'm not sure i know what that is the brazilian wood no that's a dessert wine oh okay yeah no that's so they finish it in saturn's barrels i gotcha i gotcha and uh it's just it's so unique and uh I, i love i love uniqueness in uh in my rum so like recently we've had some great madeira finished rum we're or after this podcast is over, we're going to try some wonderful um, port finish rum. <laughs> but it's not plantation, so we're not going to talk about it right now. Yeah, that'll be a future podcast, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get like three more rums from that, we'll be ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we almost have enough to do that podcast. We do. We're close. <laughs> also, might still be the best collection of that rum in, in Chicago. Maybe, maybe not. No, I don't have, it's not as good as my plantation one, but it's, but I'm working on it. Um, yeah, I have one step time with this plantation eight year from Canada, figuring out. I, I mean, the flavor for the nose. I, I I smell sugar. Like I don't I don't know how else to describe it. Like I smell sweetness. Yeah, I would say that it's it's closer to like baking spice than it is fruit, and it's definitely. Really, I don't get as much baking spice in this one. No, I don't either. I get more of a um, vanilla. Yeah, like. Yeah, I'm thinking more along the lines of, yeah, not like cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, clove, but like maybe... I get some nutmeg, but uh, I don't know that I get like clove necessarily. Right. Jenny's shaking her head at me. I'm a crazy person. Um, I was not shaking my head at you. Okay. I just read that. But uh, it smells great. I was just trying to figure out. A little more subdued than our last two, but... Yeah, this. what I like about this one is that it is um, just a complex um flavor that i mean this is a great sipping yeah it's got such a good depth you're right um there is a lot going on there it doesn't like jump out of you with spice like the last two do because sometimes that can be really overbearing if you have a sip that always tastes the same it feels a little bit like a scotch to me like not a lot but i get a little bit of the the scotchy like finish on it just a little bit i can see what you're saying maybe like a highlands not very it's there's no peat like type of scotch. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to be, yeah, like a really Highlandy influence yeah. on it. Like definitely not. I know Plantation does like a Kilhoman finish one that's not a Highland scotch. Yeah. It's um, an Isla and yeah, it's definitely not that. But yeah, I could see, I, I appreciate that because it definitely has that kind of like light fruit, but pretty subdued. Mm-hmm. Not like you're not really hit by the sweetness of rum. I do wonder if the dosage is uh, pretty low for this, and we don't know because we don't have those notes on the on the website. It must but. be, if any, because it's um, it feels like it's pretty subdued, but in a good way. And I kind it's, of wish that they, yeah, offered well, side by side. You know, like does anybody else get like, get like a, maybe a little bit of apple on it? I definitely can see oh, that. Yeah, that's a really good. I can totally get behind that too. Like baked apple, mm-hmm. mm. which, is, which is a a a very popular rum tasting note, but uh. Very, I didn't but even I, know that. <laughs> but, but, but accurate, though. So. Am I getting a little bit of Grandma's apple pie with lattice? Yes! Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> apple pie is perfect. Yeah. It took all of us to get mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, a, with a heavy... Because, honestly, when when you said light fruit, I was trying to figure out. I was like, oh, I do, I do taste fruit. What is it? I said apple. Then he said baked apple. And then you said apple pie. Like, great teamwork, everybody. But that, I think that's our turns finish. I love it. I love it on this thing. It's so good. And it's not all that's there, but that's definitely like, that's the table spread, but I can't figure out what else is on the table. You know, there's some, there is something else there though. I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe this is mango. I don't know. It's, I don't think, I don't think I'm not getting mango on this one. (laughs) Maybe it's all mango. That's what I'm getting. That's good. Yeah. And alas, I don't know where you'd ever find this, but, uh, (laughs) 2017 single cask. I think, the reason that, you know, having these on here is just to highlight that these single casks are some of the best sippers that you could find. I mean, I, I would hesitate strongly before putting any of these in a cocktail because they are so good on their own. Yeah, well, like, obviously this is a pick, so it's very specific, but, like, I'm sure the the non-pick version of Panama is still phenomenal from the single casks collection, you know? Like, it's... Good point, yeah. yeah like, so, so, like, in the 2020 single cask collection, there's a Panama um, 20, 2007... Matured in champagne casks. Oh my god, uh, that's in. wild. And then a, a Panama six-year-old matured in Marsala casks. So there's they're doing some fun stuff with, yeah, with Panamanian um, age rums. So I'm gonna try both of those. If 
I get my hands on any of those, I will be happy to tell our wonderful listeners all about it. Can't wait for that addendum. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to... Plantation Rum Part 2. Well, I feel like we can do Plantation every year just because they keep coming out with different stuff, so... Yeah, maybe next year it'll be... Yeah, well, next year we can do... We can, we can add the original Dark, we can add the Pineapple, we can add... Just yeah, add the exactly. Top. There's already some, some that we don't have, mm-hmm. so, like... By, by then we'll have drank all of this, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Plantation Rum, it's great. I'm curious to see what they change the name to, but, uh... In the meantime, um, they're making great rum all across the Caribbean and beyond. So, yeah, indeed, it's really good stuff. En- enjoy it; it's delicious and pretty affordable, honestly. Right, right. So, uh, any any last words, John? Um, no, I think that this is a phenomenal uh, rum. I don't any really... favorites. Uh, my favorite tonight has probably been um, kind of a toss up between the. You know, in the signature line, I really enjoyed the Jamaican because it was different in its funkiness. Um, I found that the uh, Guatemalan, I mean, that cinnamon toast crunch is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the last one we just had was, you know, I, it war- I really warmed up to it. At first, I thought it was kind of um, hard to pin down. But then as we kind of went through the flavor wheel on that bad boy, I just really liked it. I um, love the finish on that Panama. On room. the Panama, John, yeah. It, yeah it's just Panama. so good. The finish on that, and I'm still enjoying it right now. It's just like, yeah. kind of long, but subtle. No, I kind of agree. I didn't, I wasn't sure if I liked it at first, but the more I've kind of let it settle, I like, I definitely it, really weird, enjoy it. It's this weird combination of like savory and sweet that I'm really enjoying. Yeah. Like it's, I, it's I guess great. I didn't realize that cool. rum could be so uh, sippable, like bourbons and whiskeys that we're normally used to. So I've really enjoyed like sitting down with a spectrum of these and realizing that there's a real, just, just a different category of spirit, but same sipability. Yeah, I would agree because even like the one that's meant to be like the like the very first one, the three star, like the one that is meant to be the mixer, basically. the mixing yeah. Yeah. rum, like you can still sip it, like it's still good, like mm-hmm. it's still very smooth and but, and manageable. I guess also too good for like people who are kind of getting into spirits. I mean, you know, a lot of college students that drink like a rum and coke, but honestly, the uh, rum I think would be good for. Uh, if you have friends who are just, you know, in their 30s and they're just not really, or older or younger, and they're just kind of interested in getting into spirits, and I feel like rum would be a great starting point. Or if you're going to start a tasting. Yeah. I would also say if you're, if you have friends who are like stuck in bourbon, like there's so many people who are obsessed with bourbon, like. Like our dear friend Cuba. And uh, I've been and trying so hard. My own self. I was going to say, yes. I was going to say in that guy, John, who's in the room well, with us. Well, jo- um, well, well jo- I feel like John has really really grown in the last year. Of but I know that that's because we've done right, right. <laughs> yeah, Because I've been jamming, literally jamming bourbon down his throat. Um, no, rum. Rum. You've been, you've been jamming rum down his throat. That's right? true, yes. You didn't right. need to jam bourbon. He was already doing that. That's fair. <laughs> I was a bourbon jammer. Um. Yeah. But, uh, but no, as, as I've been preaching rum for some time now. Yeah. No, it's, I agree. It has such wonderful benefits for sippers mm-hmm. and uh you know it's just such a, a cool it's different but it's not so unlike bourbon that mm-hmm. you you can't get on board with it and then also it's not that weird to take one of these rums and make cocktails with it whereas with bourbon that's not really some are like, good there are certain that. there are certain cocktails for bourbon but like you kind of stick to manhattans and other oh, fashions a, i mean and a, i know there's more out there but you don't go too far away from the flavor of the bourbon i feel like yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's probably true for both rum and bourbon, but the cocktail you choose is very dependent on the bourbon of and rum you're going to yeah, use. Obviously, like, all these in front of us would make better, or, or you know, some are going to make better uh, painkiller or yeah. daiquiris than others. Whereas yeah. that Jamaican one is perfect for an old-fashioned. Sure. Yeah, it stands uh, on its own. Sure. What, um, I was going to say, yeah. Sorry. No, please, so what, what were you going to say? say? Before Jenny cut you off, I'm sorry. I forgot. I can't remember. Oh, I messed it up. I'm sorry. And to find out what John was going to say, tune in next time. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks for being with us. Um, Drink some rum. It's particularly for a plantation. It's great. Yeah.